You know what's funny, Rob? You know how I kept saying it's not recording, so don't worry about it? Uh-huh. I actually, I yeah. wasn't recording. Are uh, you fucking kidding? No. <laughs> oh, Rob, I'm okay. so, remember when I used to be good at having a podcast and now I'm just like, <laughs> just mediocre at best. I remember to hit record halfway through. Um, cause I should say I, I am feeling better for the listeners who the episode's going up late. I don't even know if I can stick to a release schedule at this point, but I had to cancel on Rob recording because I'm ovulating, which means it's like having the flu and I just couldn't stop throwing up. Um, so now we're recording, uh, a couple of days later. And when I said I was feeling better i meant like good enough to record but like i don't feel great and obviously i don't feel good enough to hit the record button on my own dang podcast um but you know i'll 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 try to be better well what you could do is you could just um listen back to the part i i have recorded and then just insert Yeah. Insert your voice saying saying what you know, like what you think you were probably saying at that mm. time, and in the in, in the same inflection. Well, yeah, my inflection is just flat, so that makes it really easy um, for doing. Yeah, like uh, what do they call it when you do added vocals, like at, like dubbing? Um, I, I'm real good yeah, at dubbing. that. Yeah, or when they have yeah. you like come back in and you've already shot the movie but they need to get a clearer take of the vocals i don't know what they call that it's like in the booth you got to go in the booth yeah yeah i'm real that's not it that's no it's not voa or v yeah i don't know what it is it's just after yeah after after after, afterwards it's after it's after things Mm. Yeah, unfortunately for everyone listening, Rob gave me his social security number, his mother's maiden name, and the name of his first pet, and um, we have his vocals recorded, but not my side, so I don't know. You Um, guys missed it. (laughs) You guys missed it. Um, How's it going, Rob? Um, It's pretty good. I just uh, finished a burrito. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm chilling. I got some incense going. The door's cracked. It's not terribly hot here, which is nice. Um, And I'm looking forward to a camping trip coming up, which is going to be fun. Where are you going camping? Same place, Sydney. Same place? I don't remember. Same place. I should say, um, for well, the listeners, remind us, where do you go camping? Oh, yes. Uh, never, you know, always expect there's a, there's at least one new listener per episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> going to uh, Snoqualmie Pass. Oh, okay, okay. That and are... place, yeah, it's that place with the tunnel uh-huh. that you can, like, bike, bike through and... Like the bike camp, you know, the campsites that mm-hmm. you can only reach by foot or bike. And then so, um, where, yeah. So where we, you we, yell we'll at your daughter the, about 9-11 conspiracies. I, sh- I shout, I shout 9-11 conspiracies mm-hmm. in her direction. Not at her, but in her direction I am shouting. <laughs> and, uh, and it's a mile and a half gravel pathway between the parking lot and the campsite and, 
there there's nowhere else she can go like she has to listen to me well it's one way to be heard yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so looking forward to that nice you know i had to like verify i had to verify and make sure that you know, that park is even open for camping and all of this stuff. I was just like, geez, what is COVID going to, you know, mess with? But everything seems to be a go. Good. So we're we're all set. That's We're looking forward to it. It'll be fun. Yeah, that's exciting. And people like can find you out there. Thing. People can find us out there? Mm-hmm. Like if listeners want to surprise you in the woods or whatever, they can find you out there. I mean, that's that's a really I would hope to get a DM first because mm-hmm. otherwise that's some severe like stalker type stuff. But yeah, yeah, you know, I guess I'm uh, you know as long as they don't come rob my place, that would be even worse. I yeah, think. yeah, that would be where they could steal all your incense. <laughs> steal them? Well, no, because I'm taking it all camping. You're taking incense That's... camping? Bitch, haven't you ever heard of bug repellent? Wait, incense is bug repellent? I don't know, but it makes me feel like it is, so I go with it. All right. So what I did this year, we kind of discovered this last year. I brought like three, maybe two or three packs of incense up mm-hmm. with us for some reason. And then, um, and then like throughout the course of the the weekend kind of like discovered that it does seem to you know like smoke have you ever been around a campfire or something it's like well the mosquitoes don't like the smoke right Uh uh-huh so i figure it's the same kind of thing so um we we you know burned through the whatever it was 20 or 30 sticks of incense that i brought camping last year Mm mm-hmm and we, at the time, were, we realized, oh, we need, like, two or three sticks burning around the campsite at all times. And this will really help with the biting flies. And the, it's, it, the mosquitoes aren't the worst thing at the campsite. It's the biting flies. Oh. Yeah, they're the worst. I, so this year I went, yeah. Oh, I just can't believe you burn that much. In, I hate incense. So I'm, like, it just reminds me of being, like, 15. Because I would, you know, I'd go to the goth shop um, and I would buy uh, where they sold bondage pants and bongs. But I was 15, so all I could afford was to buy a pack of incense and then I'd burn it in my room. And it's just gross. What, what, was, the, what was the brand of incense that you bought? I, that, this was 20 years ago, so I don't know. I just, I, what did it, it look like? It looked like incense sticks. Like long, like an eight, ten inch stick. Yeah. With like a bear, looked look, looked like a little skinny um, corn dog. Yeah, it looked like a skinny corn dog, and then you lit it, and okay. it smelt like unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's varying qualities of that. I don't know what brand you were burning, but. Mm-hmm. Um, are there better uh, brands like are there brands that don't smell disgusting yeah well i mean i guess i mean the worst the worst case scenario is if it's stale like if it's just been exposed to oxygen for too long and it's dried out and and then you burn it and it just smells like one of those punks that they give you when you buy fireworks Mm -hmm. 
the, the safe and sane fireworks, you know, they give you a little punk. I don't know what that so is. So that's based. Oh, it, it looks, it's like an incense stick that has no scent to it and you use it to light the fuse. Oh. Have you okay. ever, you never seen a punk, they call it a punk. I mean, I, maybe it's, it's a Southern California thing. Uh, I don't know. It's been like 25 years since the last time I did fireworks. Um, I know we did them when I lived in Michigan and my um, stepdad and brother would drive out of state to maybe like Indiana or whatever hillbilly state next to us sold like more uh, hardcore fireworks that were illegal in Michigan and then they would bring them back. But my mom was always super paranoid because she was a home health care nurse at the time. And one of her patients was this teenage boy who had blown off like two of his fingers and part of his dick with a firework. And so she was like, please don't don't you're going to be careful. Don't blow your dicks off. And so I never lit those. My stepdad and brother um, did those. And unfortunately, neither of them died. Uh, but that same summer, my last fireworks summer, I did, um, I had a sparkler and I was holding it far out in front of me. You know, I didn't want to get burnt. And a spark from it jumped to my shirt and it lit my old Navy shirt with an American flag on it and, and Rob, my training bra on fire it singed my training bra and so that was the last summer i ever played with fireworks because then i moved out here um and got pretty bad depression and i just stayed inside listening to fiona apple um, <laughs> um what was the question so you are you're at the campground and you're lighting incense because it keeps the bugs away yeah so this year i picked up like instead of two or three boxes uh, well, first off, they offer several different, like, well, it's all the same kind of brand. It's like Nag Champa, mm-hmm. whatever the Sattva, or I don't know what the hell. Um, but anyway, uh, I think that's a mattress company. What is it? It's Srin, oh man, Satya. Satya Sai Baba. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, Satya Sai Baba, you know, it's the typical stuff that you see, Mm -hmm. like, in every gas station or whatever, head shop. So they have, like, several at the local spot where, like, actual Sikhs, you know, like... Oh, okay. You know, like, people of Indian descent actually run the place. Mm -hmm. They've got... um, And it's independent. It's not like the... The, the 7-Eleven, which is also run by, like, an East Indian guy, but he's a franchisee. Like, these guys are, like, Wild West in it. You know, they're Sikhs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. My friend dated they a Sikh, the... and he was super cool. Um, we liked they're him the best. a lot, but... I think... But... I think they're the... Co- she, oh, but? Okay. She, she saw him with his um hat off, and um, he had really long, like, stringy hair and was, like, bald on top, which is just, like, a bad move to have long hair when you're balding. Um, and she was like, it was just really hard to get over that. And I, I, I said, fair enough. Um, so it didn't work out for yeah. them. Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't work out for them because, like, 
you know, adhering to a religious conviction for a lifetime mm-hmm. versus, um, versus like, um, like the you factor, like mm-hmm. totally every time the you factor, I don't trust anyone with whom the you factor doesn't win out versus a lifetime of conviction. Well, do the Sikhs have to have long hair? I don't know. I haven't done a show yeah. about them. They they do. They they're don't. Not al- they don't cut their hair. They're not allowed to. They're not allowed to cut their hair. Oh, uh, I. And then also, but they also have to cover it. They also mm-hmm. have to cover it. I think, and so the, hence the turbans. You know, mm-hmm. so there's long ass hair wrapped up in that turban, and then you got the beard turbans because they don't kick, cut their beards either. Uh-huh. But then they get all long and in the way and stuff. So they'll like straight up wrap their stuff up, roll it up in like a little beard turban that looks no. almost like something. If yeah, have you never seen this before? Have I you never seen this before. I've only ever interacted with that one Sikh. Like I went, oh. his family lived in San Diego, and like we went out there. I met his family, so like I met him and his dad. Like that was it, and neither one of them had a beard turban. Because I, I feel like I would remember <laughs> that, even though this was back when I used to drink, because I brought a literal gallon of rum on this trip, and I was staying alone in my hotel, and I thought, I need a gallon of rum. Um, so I was drinking a lot, but I feel like I would have remembered a beard turban. But I, I haven't met any other Sikhs than them. So, And I think my friend, she must not have known about the long hair thing, because um, it was it was shocking to her when she saw that he had this long hair um, and this massive receding hairline. I feel like that's one of those things you disclose before the reveal, you know, like, Oh, I've got like, okay. It was, you know, 12 years ago I had a mastectomy. It's a half mastectomy. It's not a full mastectomy. So just be aware. You know, I feel like it's one of those things, but I feel, I don't think balding is as like, it's not like a mastectomy. So like balding isn't as out of the ordinary. Like balding would maybe be on pair par with like a woman with like stretch marks or cellulite maybe. Like something that's like super common but is still something that people get embarrassed about. Um, and so I think well, also, balding might be like a fart. Like we all know it's happening and you're not supposed to say anything because it's rude. Well, also, bald and balding are two different things, Sydney. I know, because... It's not like he's bald. It's not like he's bald. He's just balding. Well, there's a... There's a difference. I know, because there is a broad on Twitter that you sexually assaulted outside of a Target, and she (laughs) always calls you bald, and you correct her and say, I'm balding. So, uh, like, hashtag Rob2. Well, it's important to uh, differentiate. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, words (laughs) are important. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not plus size. I'm 500 calories away from being plus size. Like, I'm, (laughs) is what I like to, I'm nearing, I'm nearing it, but I'm not there yet. So don't call me that. I'm not that. Um, But anyways, yeah. So... (laughs) Yeah, it's the same with bald and balding. Yeah. So so you went to the store and you stocked up on incense so that you can have it smell like a fucking hippie love den 
a disgusting hippie love den while you scream at your daughter about conspiracy theories. What do you think you're going to scream at her about this trip? Is it going to be 9-11 again or something different? I don't know. I guess whatever strikes me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, sh- she's she's gotten into some, you know, like over the, the years since last trip. She's gotten into... Uh, sorry, I think... I'm just checking to see if my, my landlord is watering right outside my uh, recording studio. Oh, yeah. I would, then I, would have to cl- I would have to close everything up uh. so he can't hear me. I think he, I think he is in the backyard. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I think whatever conspiracy du jour, mm-hmm. um, try and stay away from politics. I mean, she's heard my moon stuff. She just... She heard my, uh, oh yeah, we went uh, for a, a bike ride to the beach a couple of weeks ago, and I basically like recited the uh, George Warehouse, kidnapping a George Warehouser That's podcast right. to her in real time as we rode past the, you know, the man, the Warehouser Mansion, and the Annie Wright School, mm-hmm. um, where he was last seen. Yeah. He- You know what conspiracy that I love, and by love, I mean, I hate people. They're so dumb. But um, I keep seeing on Instagram people reposting in their stories this thing about how, like, 150,000 kids go missing every year in the United States, and no one ever talks about that, Um, which is, like, not true. Like... That's, like, the amount of kids that, like, are reported missing, and that's, like, parents in custody battles, like, that sort of thing. Like, uh, only 148 children on average go missing every year in the United States, like, are taken by a stranger, 148, which is, like, still an unfortunately high number. We would like that to be zero, but these things claiming that there's, like, 100,000 children going missing every year in the United States and no one's acknowledging it, I'm, like... I need you to, like, research this before you repost this. (laughs) Where are all the children? Apparently ICE, though, ICE has been losing children because they're just, like, placing them with whomever and, like, not doing home visits. And these kids are just disappearing and never getting – like, they're disappearing because the system's just, like, abandoning them and, like – they never are reunited with their families, which is unfortunate because you don't know what sort of situation they're put into if it's, you know, a bad situation for children because no one's fucking monitoring them. Um, so fuck ice. Hot take. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, that's I didn't realize we were going to start talking pedogate conspiracies here all of a sudden. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's funny because like. Either there's Pizzagate on the one side and then the other side is like, well, Donald Trump is, you know, doing stuff with ice, you know, losing kids with ice. And mm. it's like, well, OK, so. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of people ran in after the Haiti earthquake and disaster, a bunch of, you know, like so-called relief organizations went in and essentially kidnapped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like tons of Haitian children a lot of whom had parents mm-hmm. uh, that were alive it, but they just said oh these are orphans and they just like kidnapped one lady went to jail and then got out and uh, was given wasn't she given a like a post under 
Obama or something. There's just crazy stuff on both sides. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't think ICE. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think ICE is feeding the pedo gate thing. No, I say. think what they're doing is it's just like bureaucratic neglect. Like, because the children are getting placed with like aunts or uncles or friends of family, and then ICE is not like monitoring them. Like, it's not like they have a case person like um like CPS does. So they just kind of like put the kids out there, and they don't have files or tabs on them. Um. It's not like they're trafficking children, but, um, you know, people are upset because they're like, you should be keeping tabs on these children so that, like, their their family knows where they're at, <laughs> so their parents know where they're at. Um, yeah. Yeah. Alleg- Absolutely. Allegedly, Pizzagate was confabulated by the right because pre-2016 election um the stuff about epstein and trump was on the verge of leaking and so pizzagate was like fabricated and leaked um so that when if the epstein trump stuff surfaced it would be dismissed as like cockamamie bullshit like because it'd be like well pizzagate was bullshit like now this is bullshit like it was like a, a misinformation campaign basically um, or a diversion. I don't know what you would call that, but that's what um, anonymous claims happened with Pizzagate. Is like that was like a diversionary tactic, um, in case the the Epstein stuff came out. So I don't know. You can fall down some really fun rabbit holes with that stuff. I thought Pizzagate was older than Trump being in office. Though. It happened before the election, so like. The, the Epstein stuff was apparently going to leak before the election, which obviously would have hurt Trump's campaign. So the right created Pizzagate as like a diversionary tactic so that if that information were released before the um, election, it wouldn't it would lose merit and therefore wouldn't hurt Trump's campaign. Huh. I don't know. That's what anonymous yeah, claims. Don't... I don't, I don't know, but yeah, like who is anonymous and you know, what they are, they are legion. (laughs) They are a legion, but I suspect, um, the Clintons of, um, being pedophiles more than I suspect Trump of being a pedophile, to be honest. Oh, they're all pedophiles, but have you read, um, I went down a big rabbit hole with the Trump stuff and the modeling agencies and the trafficking between Europe and the parties and the islands and reading the affidavits of the Jane Doe who came forward and pressed charges against him who later withdrew the charges. So then everyone's like, see, she lied, but it's because her life was being threatened. Um, but Trump had sex with her when she was uh, 13 or 14. Um, and it, I can't remember if it's like Epstein fucked her first and then Trump like anger fucked her and was like, I should have been the first or if it was vice versa. Um, it was a whole thing. So uh, I, I, be- I believe those receipts. I believe that he has obviously had sex with minors on multiple occasions and but like probably Bill Clinton as well. So 
Uh, it seems to be something that rich people are super into. It's like you don't have enough power in your whole life. Like you're already a powerful person. And now sexually, you also want to be in an extreme place of power as like a grown adult with a child. Because like I think for them, I can't speak for pedophiles, but I feel like a lot of it is like the power dynamic that they like. And so it's like you're already hyper powerful in your life, but you have to – that has to carry – uh, like you're already in the 1%, but that has to carry over into your bedroom life as well. So you have to fuck children. Like what? I don't know. I feel like that's part of the pathology of like wealthy people who, uh, are into fucking minors. Can we get talk back to talking about like camping and stuff? Yeah. Cause that's more fun to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. That'd be good. Yeah, I I that'd mean I could go on and on about <laughs> horrible people in the world. Um, but yeah, camping. We bought well, a kayak. That was exciting. Well, oh, you bought a kayak? Uh-huh. We went kayaking. It was really fun. So we're kayak people now. You bought a two-person kayak? Mm-hmm. It's a two-person inflatable kayak, so we didn't have to put like Oh Jesus Christ a rack on the car or anything. Um, Cause Zach went kayaking with his friend who had two inflatables and um, he was like, Oh, this is really fun. And this is like super easy, like to just, you just blow it up there and whatever. So we got a two person inflatable kayak and we went up to blue Ridge, which is um, in, it's in Coconino national forest, which is like, I don't know, like two hours North of Phoenix. Um, but it's super, it's like, you know, 20 degrees cooler up there. And you basically, it's like this winding river through like a Canyon. Um, so that was really fun. And now we're kayak people. So when you're, um, when you're in a, an inflatable kayak, do you have to wear the little, um, floaties on your arms? (laughs) Are you making fun of my kayak? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Listen, Rob, I just finished reading a book where this guy went um, rafting up the Malagarisi, which is like the most dangerous river in Africa. And you know what they rafted in? An inflatable raft in a fucking river full of crocodiles and hippos because it's like a hyper durable. It's not like a pool toy. It's like a really like thick whatever it is. So like... It becomes, when it's inflated, it becomes, like, a structure that is as, like, firm as a, like, solid-bodied vessel. Um, So, you know, I'm not going to stand for your kayak shame. Also, like, in addition to, like, not needing to put a roof rack on Zach's Honda Fit, um, there's obviously a substantial price difference. Like, you can buy a two-person inflatable kayak for under $300. And you can't buy like a fiberglass one for that price. Um, and, and, and we don't have a garage. So, uh, because it's a recording studio. So we don't have a place to put a kayak. Not, I'm not going to be mm. kayak shamed, Rob. Well, you will. It's just after, you know, we press stop on the recording. Um, then the full volley mm-hmm. of my insults will land. <laughs> you're you're just you're just a hater is all um but that's okay Kinda. I, yeah yeah you're a yeah. hater it's all right it's all right uh i've also been playing a lot of civilization mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lately um 
which is a great waste of time, I purchased a new, like, pack or whatever through the, you know, like, you can go online through Nintendo and, and purchase new little additions to your game. Oh. So I bought the, Ethi- I bought the uh, Ethiopian pack. So now I can play. I've been playing as, uh, I'm on my second game as Menelik the second from mm-hmm. Ethiopia, mm-hmm. which is a new, it's, it doesn't come with the game. Mm-hmm. It, um, it's something you have to purchase. And as a, you know, through a clerical error while setting up the Nintendo account, uh, my daughter is the primary and I'm the child. Somehow. Oh, so that's fine. So I have to, so I have to ask, I had to ask her permission like she had to go, she had to log on to her account to allow me to purchase my little Ethiopia pack for civilization. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. It was very silly, but yeah, so that's a good waste of time. Um, I was hoping that, or I was thinking that maybe the word Ethiopia would spark some sort of uh, um a comment from you, but I, I guess I was wrong. Sorry, I zoned out. I got an email that has filled me with rage, and I shouldn't be... Um, like, I have my computer open for my notes, and then this email popped up, and now I'm, like, full of rage. And so I zoned out, and I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm all yours. The time has passed. It's done. Okay. Time passed. It's all right. But I'm happy for you in Civilization VI. Someone recently told me that that's their favorite um, computer game. I think it was one of my coworkers at Starbucks. Oh, it's a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great, especially if you want to, uh, you know, just waste like six hours a day. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize it. Like, all of a sudden, six hours has gone by, and you're like, oh, man, it's time to go to bed. Um, I mean, That's what we need in these quarantine times, because I'm, like, basically, I only work two or three days a week now, because uh, my bar is closed again, so it's just like, what can I do to get this existence over with for today? Um, and uh, so it's like, uh, right now my neck hurts, because I did a puzzle for, like, hours today. Um, yeah, you just need something that makes the time pass so that you can just get through existence. Um, and then hopefully it'll be over shortly. I don't know. What was the puzzle, Sydney? Um, I don't know. It's some weird, like Bauhaus style, like art piece. I, Zach bought it somewhere. Um, and, but now we're down, there's like this head on it that's full of a constellation. So like, but it's just like it's just basically like black and white with like little stars. So it's going to be a little bit annoying to do because there's not like I put together all the big stars, but now everything else, it's just finding the, the shapes that fit. It's like doing a puzzle where it's just one color. And I, though those it's like, I guess it's challenging, but I like the challenge of seeing the pieces where it's like, okay, this has like a touch of red, a little bit of black, and then a spotty blue. Where does this go? Not like, oh, this these are all red. Um, thrilling, thrilling bits of information. Um, so, yeah. I, I It's funny because I hate working so much, um, 
But aside from the financial reasons why I would like to go back to work, I just feel like insanely restless, especially because like my health is so bad that like if I have to go to work, like I pull it together, you know, like I finish throwing up and I get up and I go to work and I like suck it up and you get busy and the adrenaline kicks in and then, you know, whatever. But like when you're just at home and you're sick, like you're just going to lay in bed and it gets boring. I've been, I've been, I've fallen deeply down like a boat YouTube channel like thing. Like I'm just watching boat videos. Um, but I think if this, like my job's going to be closed for at least two more weeks, but probably four more. And I'm just like, how many boat videos can I watch? Um, and, and, and by that I might reach the end of boat YouTube and I'll move on to something. It'll move on to submarine. I'll dive deeper and move on to submarine YouTube. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> there's tunnel, tunnel YouTube. That's true. That's true. I love, um, abandoned YouTube. That's always a good one. The abandoned, uh, structure explorations. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, th- I mean, there's yep. options. Uh, you know, the uh, the tunnel that we're about to go ride our bikes through is semi-abandoned. Mm-hmm. It's decommissioned, but it's not quite abandoned. Okay. Um, but it does have it does have that uh, that abandoned feel as you're going through it. Yeah. <clears throat> By the way. Have you made up any new magnets that you were going to send me so I could stick them to the electrical boxes inside the abandoned tunnel? Um, no, but I will. I've mostly been crying, well, crying and vomiting. Well, yeah. it, that's fine. Well, I guess in the, with our post office right now, it is because a two day mail is taking like eight days or some shit. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been too sick to do anything. That's that's OK. I understand. I, I understand. appreciate that. I have some stickers. I have some stickers yeah. I'll bring. Put some stickers but on I, the I tunnel. Just, I'll put stickers on the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that post office thing, I ordered like five pounds of vegan jerky. Um, I saw like that. A week a week and a half ago or something, and I haven't heard anything about like when it's to be delivered or anything. Like usually oh. it, takes, it takes about a week mm-hmm. and it's here. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping, oh, it'll be here for the camping trip. And, like, I've heard nothing. Mm-hmm. So, I You're going to have to make your own. I'm if, not making my own. Apparently, you just have to buy these things called soy curls, and then you season them. No. But I don't like that's soy. That's garbage. Yeah. That's garbage. You've had that's those? How Louis- that's how Louisiana jerky or whatever it's called um there's a brand out there right now oh i think i know what you're talking about hold on let me look it up so i can tell you because i there's um okay not noble jerky uh louisville is louisville Mm -hmm. not louisiana you don't you don't like louisville jerky no no it's garbage um i like louisville jerky quite a bit i like perky jerky has a vegan jerky um, primal jerky no. I, is tastes good, but I don't like it that much. Um, it's okay. Primal jerky is okay. And they have a gluten-free variety. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, I don't. I think. Go to, um, Tofurky. 
That's the stuff. Mm-hmm. Tofurky with a Q. Or no, no, no. Wait. Soy. No, not tofurky. Um, jerk, jerky with a Q. Yeah, that's what you ordered. Stonewalls. Yeah, Stonewalls jerky. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff. That's where it's at. That's, that's the, the stuff. business. That's where it's at. Yeah. It's got like, it's not like, uh, I don't know. There's something about the soy curls that are, I don't know. Not that, for you. Um, it's not for me. And that, what was it called? The um, the company that makes it? Louisville. Yeah, that Louisville stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like soy curls that are just basically soaked in juicy stuff. So it's all like sloppy and juicy. It's not like jerky. Jerky is supposed to be like dry. You could like put some jerky in your pocket. Uh-huh. If you wanted to oh. and like pull it out and eat it, then you if wouldn't you like with that. Yeah, you wouldn't like primal jerky either, then, because that stuff is wet. Well, I I have had the primal jerky and it is wet as hell, mm-hmm. but um, the texture is a little more meaty, and um, yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind the wetness as much with the primal jerky, but that that Louisville stuff, it's just like a wet sponge. Mm-hmm. That you're chewing. It's not jerk. It's not chewy. It's yeah. not chewy. Jerky has to be chewy. Okay. I don't know. I've never had jerky. Oh my God. I think I remember when I was like three or four, my dad made venison jerky. And I think I tasted that and I liked it, but I can't like swear on it, you know? Yeah. One time I went and visited my grandpa. This is when, like, my uncle, by marriage at the time, like, well, he he founded this um, this place called the Home Club. Uh huh. It was, it was kind of like, um, uh, I don't know what it was. You could probably look it up, but it was sort of like a precursor to the Home Depot, maybe. Okay. But like. He and his business partner, like, opened this place up, the home club, and then built it up and then sold it for, like, millions of dollars. So, like, my uncle was, like, this millionaire. It was mm-hmm. just like, oh, okay, that's weird. Uncle George is loaded. That's cool. He has lots <laughs> of toys. That's fun. But, like, um, he took – he got to take in my grandpa uh, – <clears throat> like on trips like they became best friends basically mm-hmm. and uh he would like they'd go like on fishing trips they went on this fishing trip in alaska and uh uh i remember seeing photos of the aftermath of this fishing trip where a like some bears came and invaded <laughs> like they were fishing on one side of the river Mm-hmm. like just out in the middle of nowhere in Alaska. And then the, these bears showed up, like came down the hill towards them and they just had to like, well, shit, we're crossing the river, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> they just crossed the river. And then like, they have photos of them just wearing like hefty bags as, um, <laughs> like, like clothes afterwards. Cause all their clothes got, Oh my gosh. Just had to like cut, cut arm and you know head mm-hmm. head and armholes in a hefty bag and put that on 
but rather than get eaten by a bear, of course, you know. So, what the hell was I just saying that about? Why I have where you were talking about down? jerky. That's all I know. Oh, jerky. So, um, right. Uh, so around that time, um, it was after that, but uh, but around that time, my my grandpa had bear jerky. Um, oh, and uh, I remember going to visit him as a as a kid, like twelve, maybe like twelve. I think I turned vegetarian at like fourteen, so mm-hmm. I was probably like twelve. Went over and he had like this bear jerky, and uh, offered it to me, and I liked it. It was mm-hmm. great. I loved it. It was delicious. Really? When did you become yeah. a vegetarian? Around 14 or 15. Okay. Can't remember exactly when, but mm-hmm. it was shortly mm-hmm. after I went to El, po- El Pollo Loco, mm-hmm. which I think is still around in Southern California. Yeah, it's still around. But it was it's, it was sort of like the first, like back in the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, it was like one of the first like fresh mechs kind of options, mm-hmm. you know, like healthy, healthy Mexican food. And I just remember going there and getting like the pollo platter or whatever. They give you some tortillas and some lettuce and some cheese and some salsa and then like like pieces of chicken or whatever. And I remember throwing like some of the chicken on the, in the tortilla, wrapping it up and like biting down on this chicken bone. Oh. <laughs> it was like my teeth went clang, which was really gross, whatever. But then like the next week, I must have been like 11 Mm-hmm. the next week or something, uh, sixth grade science class was doing uh, dissections. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a Fost- Foster Farms chicken bone, like chicken leg. And uh, so you would, you know, like the science teacher just went to the store, picked up a few Foster Farms chicken legs. And that was the dissection material for the week, right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense, you know. Oh, here's the veins, here's the nerve, here's the tendons all that stuff which really kind of grossed me out (laughs) like going oh that's that really tough chewy bit i've been like (laughs) yeah (laughs) having a hard time biting through my whole life or whatever Mm -hmm. and then um then at the end of it after you've like basically dissected this chicken leg they uh she was like okay now break the bone open so you can like get at the marrow or whatever Mm mm-hmm that was the next thing. And like all these like 12 year old chicks, there was like, we we're in groups of four and I was like the only guy in like this group. And so I was nominated as the guy who had to like physically bust the bone in half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, so wrapped it in the paper towel and like, okay, here we go. And you know, <laughs> broke broke it and like i'm looking down immediately all this like blood splattered through three layers of paper towel from this chicken and it was just like oh my god this is nasty (laughs) (laughs) so i pretty much decided then and there i was just like yeah i'm done with this yeah that's a good reason to be done and then part of it part of it too was just like what if that was my leg Mm-hmm. And all that mm-hmm. stuff spewed out of my freaking chicken bone. Like, that would be also gross, but in a different way. 
Yeah. I was like, I don't want to do that to other animals. Mm -hmm. That's that's terrible. Yeah. Well, that's good. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Uh, I think I have a fever. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But but you have a chicken leg exploded and um and you were like I'm done. I'm done. You feel nauseous. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I felt I great. I feel nauseous all the time, but um, it had nothing to do with the chicken leg that exploded in your mouth. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, I mean, should we, should we end this? Yeah. Or should we, should we move on to the for the for the listener? Yeah. We're about to record another episode. I don't know when it's going to air. <laughs> it might air uh, before this one that you're hearing right now. Smoke weed every day. Spit out my tobacco. You ch- you're chewing tobacco? You know I chew tobacco, Sydney. I know. It's gross. Gross to who? You? Yeah, to most women, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, Rob, you have to dress for the job that you want. And as a heterosexual man, like, number one, you should keep your fingernails clean because ladies like that because um, they I don't. I got that. I okay, got that yeah. covered. Yeah, they don't want gross fingernails up in their bussies. And, um, you know, don't chew tobacco because ladies don't like that. You have well, you got to get a vape that smells yeah. like cotton candy. Or something. They I, they might like that. I don't know. <laughs> well, they ain't got to kiss me. Well, I'm just saying, but if you wanted one to kiss you, you know what I mean? Like, dress for the job that you want. Well, I'm just saying, like, they, she ain't got to kiss me. So you, you, I'm not much of a kisser. You're not much of a kisser? Well, I got this big old bushy mustache. Like, Stop there's like it. two inches of... There's two inches of pubes before you even reach lips. <laughs> Rob, you, you wash the beard with shampoo and conditioner so it's soft, and then you part it like Yosemite Sam, and you let them get in there. <laughs> with you and the ladies you like with their bushes, like between the mustache and the pubes, you might not even get to the push. you got to learn how to part your beard. Well, it's like Velcro. Oh, like draws them together. You can't, yeah, you can't pull it apart sometimes. <laughs> well, I don't know how to help you, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> Zach quit smoking because I didn't even know he smoked until we, like, until I moved in with him. Like, we were together for a year, and I had no idea he was a smoker, and then I moved in with him, and, like, I found out he smoked. I was like, what? What the fuck? Like, we've traveled together. I've never fucking seen you smoke. And he quit, and then he started vaping, and he has, like, a vape that tastes like grape bubble yum. I don't think anyone should really vape either, but, I mean, maybe it's better. I don't know. But if he kisses me after he uses it, it's not disgusting as if, like, he were chewing tobacco. Yeah, but, I mean, like... I ain't kissing anybody right now, and uh, if I did, mm-hmm, they'd mm-hmm. understand that 
my face tastes like tobacco. Uh-huh. So they'd know it going into it, and then um, if they didn't like it, they could leave. And mm-hmm. if they were okay with it, then they could just, um, you know, like, here's my thing. Here's my move. Mm-hmm. I eat the I eat the ass. Uh huh. And then I and then they're like and then I move in for the kiss and they're like oh no thanks and I'm like what don't you want to kiss? <laughs> they're, like, they're like no you just ate my ass and I'm like well all right then. And then I put a big old dip in my lip. Um, that actually is not a bad move at all. I, I kind of, that's a wise move. <laughs> I like that a lot, Rob. I have no, I have, I, I, I gave you so much shit and then it turns out that you have it all figured out. So I've got it all figured yeah, out. You know what you're doing. Um, I know what I'm doing. I hope Beck's mom likes when you do that move. <laughs> wait what what what'd you say i said i hope beck's mom likes when you do that move oh beck's mom mm-hmm. yeah well beck's mom's down for some stuff yeah um i recorded a phone call with beck's mom no you didn't uh, yeah i mean it's only it's only like 10 minutes long or so but um she's a real dynamite lady i gotta tell you um <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea going into it, but uh, wow. Wow. She's a firecracker. A real pistol. What did you talk to her about? Uh, you know, uh, it'll probably be released on Patreon at some point. Okay, okay. Um, this and that. Mostly this and that. Some uh-huh. of this, some of that. Some of that. Did yeah. Beck listen? Was she eavesdropping? Uh, <laughs> well, well, we'll just wait. We'll just wait for the. Uh, we'll just wait for the file to drop. How's how's that? I don't, don't want to give too much. No spoilers. Yeah, that no sounds spoilers. great. No spoilers. Um, yeah, no spoilers. I forgot my mom's birthday, and then she didn't talk to me for three days. But she's talking to me again. So, um, that's good. That's good. I, I apologized. I was like, I didn't, I didn't realize what day it was, like, because I don't work anymore. And then I went to work, like, my one shift that week, and I had to sign a thing with the date, and I saw that it was the 11th. And I was like, wait, it's the 11th already? My mom's birthday is the 8th. And then I messaged her. I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't, I'm unemployed. Um and then she didn't respond for three days. But we're talking again. And she she wasn't mad. She said she was depressed for her own reasons. Um, so uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure she... That's cool. I'm so sure her shitty daughter had nothing to do with her depression. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Well, my my mom doesn't remember her what, what her birthday is. And, in fact, she doesn't remember uh, me anymore so that's oh do you still have to visit if she doesn't remember you there's no visit you can't visit oh that sucks but um yeah so the last time i visited was like near christmas or so Mm. and what's fun another fun thing is that um like the indian she there's an indian couple that runs this like um 
you know, whatever, this hospice kind of, it's not a hospice, but whatever it is. It's old folks home, sort of. And, uh, like, so the lady's name is Shveta. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom thinks that Shveta is one of her kids. <laughs> <laughs> and she tells Shveta about how my brother has always been her favorite. And what? It, and my sister's my sister's telling me this on the phone, and I was like, well, isn't that rude to Shveta to be like, yeah, um, one of my kids. Mm-hmm. This other one has always been my favorite. Like, why would you tell Shveta that? That's, yeah. That's so rude. That's super it's rude. so rude. <laughs> Um, Scott's mom has dementia too. You guys have a lot in common. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about it, talked about it on, or texted about it, whatever. Do you and, do you and Scott, do you and Scott text or do you DM? D, I think most, oh yeah, I don't think I have his number, so we DM. You DM. Okay. I don't know why I'm so invested in how you and Scott McNulty communicate. uh, Well, just so you know, and for, I don't know if we're recording right now, but for the we listeners. We are. I, I think I'm finally recording. So, um, <clears throat> me and Scott DM, uh, but you BM. You, what? You and Scott BM? No, me and Scott DM, but you, Sydney, you BM. I BM, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I BM. Sometimes I BM at um Scott's house. Cause well not lately because he doesn't he doesn't travel anymore for work. But when he traveled (laughs) and I would watch his cat, I would BM over there. Um, Yeah, we I think we talked about this once before. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Um, So can we? Okay, let's. We should probably um, record the. The other episode. And you don't want to talk about Scott McNulty for 20 more minutes? Well, no. I mean, yes. (laughs) That was all we were doing. But we have another episode to record after this. So we should probably get moving on. All right. All right. right. However you piece this episode together, I'm excited to hear. Because it was, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we really missed all my great yelling and ranting um and um actually saying personal things on the podcast we missed all that because i wasn't recording and now i'm going to piece this together like a franken podcast um from the pieces that did record uh because i might have to i know we said we were going to call this episode something else but we may have to just call it technical difficulties um yeah oh (laughs) there's a really great i will um there's a good sound I think it's on SoundCloud. It might be on YouTube, but there's a good, a really good clip called, it's simply called Technical Difficulties. Uh-huh. And it's just this instrumental clip that uh, would be perfect for you to use as an interstitial between okay. if you have to like piece pe- things together that don't make sense. Uh-huh. Just use the Technical Difficulties soundtrack that and i'll i'll try and text send me a link yeah yeah i'll sh- i'll shoot you a link shoot me a link okay well we'll say <laughs> yeah. we'll say yeah. bye at the end of this one and then we'll start our next one 
are we saying bye right now? <laughs> yeah, bye guys. Oh yeah, bye. <laughs> Idiots. Uh yeah, suckers.